You're listening to Go Luxury Cruiser, a podcast produced for the seasoned traveler looking for once-in-a-lifetime experience. Join our community of luxury travelers who enjoy listening to information about trending destinations, updates on cruise lines, and VIP access to curated cruise experiences. And now, here are your hosts, Tamoy Thelwell and Chris DeBonis. All right, all right, everybody. Welcome once again to the Go Luxury Cruiser podcast. My name is Chris DeBonis, one of the co-founders of Go Luxury Cruiser. And with me, as always, is Tamoy. Hi, Tamoy. Hi, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm really excited again. Why are you excited? I'm excited because we have Jesse Fondor from Seaborn here. Hi, Jesse. Hi there. How are you? Good, good, good. I'm excited. I, uh, I, um, I have some people going out on the Seaborn venture, which everyone's really excited about. So uh, let's we wanted to chat with you a little bit about what's going on with Seaborn. Fantastic. I am here to answer any questions that I can about the Seaborn and um, what the future looks like on the cruising side. Well, I'll tell you, I was just on with a client and the, you know, the questions all seem to be kind of the same. Um, you know, when do you guys see yourself um, turning uh, everything back on again? Or do you, will you come out one ship at a time, two ships at a time? What, what does it look like for you guys? You know, um, Chris, that's kind of the um, crystal ball uh, philosophy, mm -hmm. kind of looking into the crystal ball to see exactly when we will restart again. As you know, last month we paused. Uh, we paused. So the ships are paused between October and November timeframe. So mm -hmm. uh, Alaska, Europe, um, and uh, Canada, New England. So technically we're scheduled to begin in November, December, um, October, November timeframe, uh, but there is no exact start date. A lot of things have to fall into place in order for us to um, be able to sail again. Um, some of that would be the regulations here from the CDC or the federal government on what the requirements will be for boarding, for social distancing once on board, uh, another requirement will also be um, how full can the ships be? So what capacity will it be at? Will they be at 100% capacity or will it be reduced? We are pretty lucky on the Seaborne side that our ships are pretty small compared to most of the other ships in the ultra luxury market. As uh, you know, we have the three vessels with 458 guests and the, uh, the two new ones that have 600 guests. So um, social distancing on board won't be as much of a problem for us as it would be on some of the larger guys. Um, but right now we just don't have the details on when we're going to, uh, to begin. So we're anxiously awaiting. Um, cruising is what we do and cruising is what we love and offering an incredible seaborne experience. Um, and uh, so we're, we're anxious to get back on, uh, on the sea. Well, that was good. I mean, you know, I know everyone's sort of in the same boat. Everybody wants to get back to work. Everybody wants to get back out on ships. Um, but uh, right now it's kind of up in the air. However, do you see yourself uh, the rollout probably primarily being Caribbean or would you think um, you guys may get over into Europe or anything even this year or a little bit and, you know, in that late fall, where do you guys see the destinations? Well, right now we are scheduled in the end of this year, the late fall um, winter timeframe to be in the Caribbean with the Odyssey. Okay. So 
we are taking bookings. So I would say that that uh, is a go as of now. Um, but again, it just really depends on where we're at between now and, uh, um, and, and that time frame. It's really hard to say because some countries can open up before others, some areas can open up before others. Um, uh, so it, it's just, it's difficult. But as of now, we are scheduled to be sailing in the Caribbean in the winter time frame. So um, uh, also uh, Antarctica on the quest as well in the southern part of the, the globe. So, um, you know, just fingers crossed that we can, we can do it. Wish I had a better answer for you. Well, uh, speaking of, you know, you mentioned the smaller ship and less people on board. You guys already have, you know, a limited capacity. Do you think you guys are gonna reduce capacity even more? Or do you think you're already situated to accommodate the new trend having less people on board? Right now, that would be speculation on my end, but I will say that, um, as you mentioned, we do have an advantage being that we are smaller um, uh, and we do have a lot of uh, space on board the, uh, our ships per guest. So um, I think it would be a bit easier for us than it would be if we had larger ships. Um, but uh, just again, it, it's just really hard to tell um, what's going to happen with, um, when the regulations are actually announced. I hate to uh, not give you a, a, a better answer, but I just, we just don't know. And, you know, I'd rather give you uh, the truth than uh, make something up. And then next month we talk again, we <laughs> <Really> changed. <laughs> now we can, we can understand that. I mean, basically, you know, I, what, what a lot of people I've been asked, I have a lot of people who really, really, really want to cruise in 2020. They really want to do that fall or maybe even holiday Caribbean cruise. And the biggest question I get asked is, do you think if I book that November cruise or that December cruise, whether it's just going to cancel, you know, and, and then they're all, the worry is, you know, the refund process or the, or the future cruise credit process, you know, and, and um, so what is Seaborn doing to um, allay those fears, I guess? Well, um, we do have, as I mentioned, voyages open at the end of November and December. So we're scheduled to sail. Um, so I, I would say if anyone is interested in sailing and booking, um, you know, you, you can't be scared. Um, I think uh, if you're scared and then the virus wins. So, uh, you know, we, we really can't be hiding at this point. I think that enough time has gone by where we understand the situation. We know uh, how to deal with it. We know that social distancing and wearing masks and washing your hands frequently will um, cut the exposure, you know, more than in half. Uh, so I think that if you're dreaming of traveling, I would not discourage you uh, into thinking, well, I don't know if it's going to go book your cruise because um, as you know, we would never sail um, if there was an issue or if something came up again. And uh, so we're always very conscious of that. Um, but I would definitely say uh, we're all dreaming about leaving our homes and flying and cruising. And, uh, and I think that you definitely have to take the bull by the horns and make your reservations, make your booking. And, um, you know, we're all in this together. So as the weeks go by and the months go by, um, we'll get a better picture um, of the fall depending on, on, on the summer, 
but I, I would just say, you know, don't be scared. Uh, book your cruise. If I know that the F, the future cruise credit and the refund process has not been easy for anyone, um, but um, I'd much rather go through that experience and just stay home and wonder, well, maybe next year, or maybe in 2022, um, you know, they have to, you have to take some chances. And um, as I said, we would never take the ship somewhere or we would never board guests if there was any uh, issues. So um, keep that uh, in mind. Well, yeah, that great answer, uh, Jesse. I, I, I agree a hundred percent. I think that with the, uh, the people, Sometimes you just got to say, you know what, I'm going to go. I'm going to be that first person to get back on a ship. I'm, I'm going to go see the Caribbean. I'm not going to, as you said, let the virus win. I really, really like that answer. Um, speaking to that, does Seaborn have anything that we should be passing on uh, to uh, get back to cruising sail or anything <laughs> that you're really excited about for this fall or in uh, early 2021 that we can pass on to our listeners here? Absolutely, Chris. So about a month and a half ago, we did some research because we weren't quite sure on if the guests were comfortable receiving specials or receiving offers. Um, we received feedback and the feedback was overwhelmingly that the guests are ready to know about sailing and about promotions. So we extended our sensational sweet sale that was due to expire in April of uh, earlier in April. We extended it until July 31st. And the sensational sweet sale, in, <laughs> sensational sweet sale, encompasses um, uh, the vast majority of voyages in 2021, and it is uh, anything from an upgrade from a window suite to a veranda, um, within the veranda categories up to a three category upgrade. Um, there are shipboard credits depending on the category. There are internet minutes that are included. So uh, that is available um, and we have extended it until the 31st. And about a week and a half ago, we said we want to uh, make sure that the guests um, take full advantage of our offers. And we came out with a uh, early bonus savings of 10%. So any guest that makes uh, a booking and pays in full by July 31st, will receive an additional 10% off. And this is combinable with the uh, sensational suite sale. So you can uh, potentially um, book a window, get a veranda guarantee with potentially some internet minutes and get a 10% off on top of that. Um, and uh, the higher up you go in categories into the penthouses or the, uh, the owner's suites, there are more savings and there are more uh, shipboard credits. So those are the two programs that we've rolled out. They have a date of July 31st. Um, and if we see that they're successful, um, and then we will probably um, extend that. But we've already seen for the past couple months a really nice build for 2021. Every week we're selling more and more for 2021. So um, some of the itineraries that um, have been highlighted have been Alaska, for example. Um, mm -hmm. um, you know, doing Alaska on a vessel the size of Seaborn with about 458 guests is a totally different experience than on a ship that has 3,000 guests. Um, just the fact that we're able to get into some of the fjords that the big ships don't have access to. We have some longer voyages. So we've seen a nice build in Alaska, as well as the Mediterranean and uh, in Northern Europe as well. Yeah, uh, Jesse, you're, uh, the Seaborne Alaska itineraries are very, very good. 
Um, there, I remember I had a, a guest go on a, a 14 day one that basically hit almost every major fjord and, and glacier. I mean, it was just an absolutely stunning sailing. And uh, price point wise, it was right in there, if not a, a bargain um, compared to some of the other uh, um, cruise lines in the same category as Seaborne. So I was definitely focusing people on the Seaborne product for Alaska. I mean, it's just an amazing opportunity because a lot of times you might see one or two of the things that were on this, but this was a really comprehensive tour of uh, the visual uh, wonders of Alaska. Absolutely. It's, it's a great way to, to visit Alaska. And we also offer, of course, pre and post and journeys that will actually take you up to Denali as well. Um, most of the voyages uh, begin in Vancouver and they're out of Whittier or Anchorage or um, whichever you want to call it. <laughs> so, uh, so we do have uh, multiple voyages, 7, 10, 12, and 14 days. So um, if you don't have the full two weeks to go, you could do a nice seven day and maybe combine that with a trip up to, to Denali and make it a two weeks that way. Um, in Denali, where are you staying? That is a great question, Chris. And um, I, I would have to do a little bit of research on that off the top. I have the exact name of the property. Um, but as you know, we uh, are um, part of the Hall of America and the Princess uh, brand. Um, so we use uh, some of the same properties that they do. But to be honest with you, a lot of our guests um, are usually given the suites at these properties. Okay. But I will, let, I will send you the information on the actual hotels that, that we use. No, I appreciate it because, you know, the Seaborn guest is a discerning guest. And, yes. you know, um, going into uh, the, uh, some of the lodges up there, I would, I would think that they would be moving from an all-suite ship to a sweet situation in the hotel. So I, I would get asked that a lot. I have another question for you, Jesse. Uh, I'm getting a lot of requests for single travel. Um, how does Seaborne handle single travel and are there sales where you uh, promote to single guests? Um, can you speak to that a little bit? Sure. So we do have single um, rates that are available. And actually, um, we have on our website, there is a solo rate category that you can type in and you'll find all the voyages that have uh, single supplement rates. In general, uh, the voyages are anywhere between 200 and 150 percent single supplement. Um, obviously, peak season, you'll probably end up paying 200 percent in some cases. Mm -hmm. But some of the shoulder seasons or some of the um, May or September, October timeframe, you may find the lower um, single supplements. But again, we do have a full list of voyages that um, are already at, uh, that have special uh, single, single supplements. Um, so it's basically on just about every voyage. Now we have limited capacity there. So um, if you do have singles, make sure that uh, you speak with uh, uh, Chris or Tomoy because you want to make sure that you get that offer and you get that promotion. Now, that's great because uh, there is a, a, a growing um, population of, of single travelers out there. And um, it's nice when there's some kind of break for them because they end up paying double most of the time. So it's nice to know that you do have some uh, stuff for them to do. Um, now, the, you, oh, go yeah. ahead, Tomoy. Yeah, yeah, I have a quick question. Um, you know, speaking of Alaska, it made me think about uh, family travel. Uh, Alaska tends to be a, a, a family destination. And 
for those who may want to avoid large ships but want to travel with their families, do, does uh, Seabourn allow kids on, on board? Great question, Tamoy. And yes, we do. Uh, we do allow kids on board. Um, and you're right. If you have a family who is looking to do a different type of, uh, of uh, Alaska, who is uh, wants to do it in a more personal, um, a per, more personalized way, I think we're a great option. We also have the Seabourn Venture Program because uh, our ship has a marina in the back. So we're able to deploy uh, Zodiacs. We're able to also offer kayaking. There will be um, um, hikes as well. So, you know, uh, Seabourn is as active as you want it to be. So when you have families on board, um, we do not have kids programs or we do not have babysitting. So you have to be always a bit cautious on the types of families that are gonna come on board. I would say that if you're looking at an average age of maybe 10 years old and above, probably would be a good age, but I've also been on board Seaborn where we've had uh, children two and three years old that are accustomed to traveling with their families. Um, their families bring someone else, whether it's a grandmother, grandfather, or just uh, someone to take care of, the, of their child. Um, that works well uh, also. But just keep in mind that um, you know, we, uh, we don't have kids programs on there, on, on our, our vessels. No, I, well, that's good to know because I do get asked that, you know, does, is there a kids program? And, you know, um, but a lot of times I've found that these families, especially going to Alaska, it tends to be, um, you know, they, they, the family kind of tends to stick together. But know that if you do want to go on Seaborn and take advantage of these awesome Alaska trips or uh, other trips, um, that there is no uh, kids program or place to drop the kids off while they're on a sea day or something like that. So you'll have to make those arrangements uh, within the family. Let's uh, let's talk about the venture. Uh, I know uh, how, how as we return to cruising and we start thinking about the future, you know, 2021 and beyond, how are the booking trends? What are you seeing with the venture? Any unique itineraries that, that our audience should be aware of? Yes, all of them. <laughs> uh, the, the venture is going to be a special ship. So she is due to debut next summer. Um, she will be very different than our current ships, the inside, the outside, and the experience. So um, venture will have 264 guest capacity. So it'll be about half the size of our current smaller vessels. Um, it will be an, a totally expedition ship. So we will have uh, on board, there will be two submarines that can hold up to six guests and uh, go as far down as about a thousand feet. So we'll be able to use those. And I think that's gonna be very different and redefining for us on the excursion side. Um, and I've actually been told that uh, there will be champagne and caviar served on these submarine trips. So not for the driver, but for the guests that are uh, on board. Um, but we do have incredible itinerary. So the ship is being built in Italy. Um, once uh, the ship sets sail, we will be doing a lot of the Arctic. So we will be visiting uh, northern uh, Norway. We'll be going up to Spitsbergen and we'll be doing these itineraries. So you'll be able to see the polar bears. Um, and then the ship will gradually move over to Iceland and Greenland and we'll be there for a couple of departures out of uh, Reykjavik uh, to Kangaroo-Lusak um, and just visiting some incredible nature uh, in Greenland. And right around the September, October timeframe, the ship will then set sail 
from Greenland, it'll come down uh, northern Canada, uh, down all the way to Barbados. Um, and in Barbados, then uh, we'll be able to use the incredible pool that we have because we'll be visiting uh, warmer weather, of course. So we have a fantastic pool. Um, on board the venture, there'll be uh, sailboats and kayaks and multiple zodiacs that will be able to be used in cold and warm weather uh, from Barbados. And then we set sail uh, through the Panama Canal and we will be visiting the west coast of South America. So we will be visiting Colombia, Ecuador, going down to Peru and Chile. Um, from there, the ship will head down to Ushuaia and then we will be offering multiple itineraries to Iceland. I'm sorry, <laughs> to Antarctica, I apologize, it's all cold, uh, to Antarctica, including a couple of 11-day departures. You know, typically Antarctica tends to be a 20-day itinerary or a bit longer um, just to get down to Antarctica. So we will be offering multiple 11 days out of Ushuaia from Buenos Aires. So you, the guests would fly to Buenos Aires and then we fly them from Buenos Aires to Ushuaia, board the ship, sail down to Antarctica and then come back up to Ushuaia and then uh, return home from Buenos Aires. Once we do that rotation, um, it gets interesting because the venture will then head towards the east coast of South America. So we will be visiting Buenos Aires and Argentina, um, Rio de Janeiro, sailing all the way up to Manaus. And then because of the size, we're actually going to be sailing into the Amazon River and going all the way to Iquitos in Peru which is almost towards the end of the Amazon River. So if there's anyone who's ever been curious about that part of the world, um, I've actually been to Iquitos and it really is just a whole other, you know, it's a whole other planet basically. Uh, I mean, when you get down there, so we will be offering on the venture itineraries down to Iquitos, uh, to Iquitos in Peru. And then from there, we'll head back up to uh, Europe and then we'll start the rotation again. She'll end up in Iceland, Norway, and then we'll do the Arctic Circle. So that'll be the general um, rotation for the venture. So uh, it, it, we'll be doing a world cruise, but instead of from uh, east to west, we'll be going from north to south. That sounds incredible. What a season. Um, I mean, all over the place. Um, and uh, Antarctica sounds good. And definitely the Amazon River. We always have uh, requests for the Amazon River, especially one that goes as far down as this one goes. So um, sounds great. I mean, uh, we definitely have a lot of interest. Expedition cruising is really blowing up. So uh, I look forward to uh, sending some people off on the venture, especially like that Amazon cruise sounds amazing. Um, I do have one quick question to leave uh, uh, this conversation on a good note. We are part of Ensemble. So what are some extra perks that uh, our audience, our clients will receive when booking with uh, an ensemble affiliate like ourselves. Well, with Ensemble, we do have uh, shipboard credits that are available. There are Ensemble voyages on select departures. So make sure that you check with Chris and Tamoy uh, to be able to jump on one of those uh, itineraries. Um, so you definitely want to take advantage of that. Yes, and uh, so if anyone interested in Seaborne or have any questions regarding anything you heard uh, during this episode, you can give us a call 1-888-404-5531. Also, uh, email Chris. Chris, uh, how about you give them your, your email address? How can people get in contact with you? 
Uh, you can email me at Chris, C-H-R-I-S, at GoLuxuryCruiser.com, or you can give me a call at 888-404-5531. 888-404-5531. I look forward to hearing from all of you. Jesse, this was awesome. This was amazing. Um, I thank you so much for taking the time to join us on uh, this episode and giving us a quick update on the Seaborn uh, brand. Absolutely. Thank you uh, to Moy and Chris for this opportunity. And uh, we look forward to welcoming you on board our ships um, in the fall. Yes. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys enjoyed our podcast, please subscribe and rate us. Give us five stars. Uh, we have lots of episodes that come out every Tuesdays and Thursdays. Uh, if you think a friend would enjoy this, send it to a friend. We appreciate all uh, referrals. Thank you guys for listening. Until now. Thanks for listening to the Go Luxury Cruiser podcast with Tamoy Thelwell and Chris DeBonis. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Spotify. If you found value in our show, we'd appreciate your rating. You can also connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Go Luxury Cruiser. Have questions about cruising or a destination? Visit our website, www.goluxurycruiser.com for trending cruise and travel information. Or schedule a free consultation to discuss your future cruise and travel plans. Until next time, happy sailing.